0: All right, well, I'm Liz. And I'm Hannah. And we're Witchy Bites.
1: Ooh, Witchy Bites. And
0: we are up to episode five. Really?
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) When you were saying we are up to episode, I was like, which one? Which one? How many have we done already? I
0: can't think. Five. Five. This is number five. That is so cool. Yeah. Like, it just goes to show how much just starting makes a difference. Yeah,
1: just just do it. Just do (laughs) it. just try yeah
0: just give it a go
1: (laughs) and we've actually been doing this for a little while now like we have we've only done five episodes but we're only at one a month now so we've been doing it consistently for five months yeah since october and we've been talking about it for a little while before that (laughs) probably another five months but it doesn't seem like that long at all no no it's been really it's actually been really fun i have really liked it i'm hoping we can do more episodes soon like maybe one day we'll be able to do two a month that would be cool that would be really cool we'll have to be organized yeah that's the thing we'll have to be organized if we actually do that but we could do it we could try
0: future goals yay 2020 goals. okay um so our disclaimer as always We are not doctors. We're not psychologists.
1: The only degrees we hold are in librarianship, so please take that into consideration when listening to our podcast.
0: We do not take responsibility for any of the choices that you make after listening to this podcast. This is purely for entertainment purposes only. And side note, we don't have two heads.
1: No, we haven't even had them removed. As Tasmanians, we only have one head each. (sighs) Dispelling
0: rumours and myths what we're all about. <laughs> <laughs> so Hattie, what have you been up to? Have you been I have not been doing very much at no, all. No. You've been very busy with work.
1: Yes. Um at my work I work as part of a training institution and all of the classes have started again for the year, so my head has not been very witchy lately, which is unfortunate. Um I've been trying to keep up with my self-care routines and I have been successful and not successful But I was really conscious after our last episode on self-care to try and keep up my routines of journaling and my dream journal and a few other bits and pieces. And though I wasn't 100% successful, they did help me with the work stresses. So that's been the main thing. I haven't really been in the headspace, but I've been trying to at least keep my own self going through this difficult time, which happens every year when all the students come back. So although I haven't been doing much moon or ritual work, um, yeah, it's been helpful. It's been good. But that's all I have to report on my personal practice at the moment. What have you got? What have you been doing?
0: Um, Probably, like, quite similar to you. Work has ramped up, but I did do something for Lunasa. And so very, very simple ritual where I didn't even cast a circle. I just did something at my altar and... um, Mm -hmm. It was really, really well received. Like I got a very strong sense of it being acknowledged. So oh, that was cool. that would have been amazing. Great. It was really cool. Um, a little intense, but <laughs> really, really cool. So um, yeah, I think I have some new, like my symbolism for this festival has always been blackberries and like dry grass. Yep. Um, because that's how it looks at my house. Um, but now I also have a uh, deity association with this oh, festival, wow, cool. so which yeah. I was not expecting.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm not sure if I want to say any more because it's okay. quite. Personal and new, and new, yeah, yeah. So that maybe, maybe after another year, <laughs> yeah. when you've established the relationship and got to know, you yeah, know,
1: going forward, what they need, what they want, what yeah. you need and want from them, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, it's, a, it's an old association, but new light, different. new, new, yeah. at least associated with this festival. So, oh, yeah, that so would have been was, exciting for you, yeah. yeah, cool. Also, shared a blackberry <laughs> with the pottery because <laughs> that's always nice <laughs> well i was doing the ritual and he was being really noisy he was like chirping because he wants to be with me all the time this is a cared for pottery a rescue just by the by a baby a yep. baby a yep. joey mm. and um so i shoved it down my shirt just to keep him quiet and um, mothers do this all the time <laughs> yeah that's not weird like that's where they want to be in pouches so yes. it makes shirts, sense shirts yep. are the closest thing you can get yep um, so I put it down there while I was doing the ritual and I pulled out a blackberry and I took a bite as part of the symbolic gesture of the season. Yep. And out pops this little head, and he just nommed on the blackberry. and I don't, didn't even know they ate them, so I don't think they're meant to. Um, but, yeah, so... Overall, I'd say that was a very successful ritual for you. <laughs> it was very random and uh, very cute, and I'll never forget it. I like that story. <laughs> Do you? It's not the first bit of food I've shared with a Joey by non-choice, um, <laughs> but it's definitely the only one during a ritual. <laughs> we... We are, we have, we are, (laughs) we've interviewed.
1: Oh, right, that's where we're going,
0: yes. We have done an interview with the lovely Alessandra. Alessandra Moon, who is a psychic witch, um, and she does have her own business. She is Mm -hmm. based in New South Wales, and she has sat down with us and had a chat about her own personal practice and her goals and her aspirations, as well as little stories about her family. Yep um and we think she's amazing so we really hope you enjoy this interview with her as well and we'd like to thank
1: Alessandra it took us a little while to line her up because there were fires happening at that time in New South Wales and in other parts of Australia so in amongst all of that stuff she was able to come and talk to us which was really great so we thank her very much for her time it was really cool I think I enjoyed that interview.
0: Yeah, me too. It was great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the audio quality from um, our side, like from Hannah and I, is a little less stellar, <laughs> <laughs> is not stellar. Alessandra's is perfect. And, and she that's who you're here to listen to has more some, than us this yeah, time. Absolutely. And she yeah. has some really good things to say. So we hope you enjoy. Okay, so tell us about
1: how
2: you got started.
1: Like introduce yourself and your path and how you got on to it. Yes. If
2: you okay. would you like? Um. Okay. So, well, hi, I'm Alessandra Moon. My beginnings are a little all over the place, to be honest. Um, I think like most of us, it's just something that's always been a part of me. But as a child, not knowing what it was or where to look, or who to ask Um, I think at first I sort of thought it was just normal you know everybody could make things happen and see spirits and you know Um, but uh, I guess my family are spiritual and my mum taught me about you know crystals and meditation and the third eye and little bits and pieces like that Mm -hmm. Um, and I think her mum's side were all um, witches in denial. Uh, <laughs> I, guess. I like uh, that
1: phrase. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. Um, and her dad's side, um, they come from Russia and Siberia. So I always sort of told that they were spiritualists. But now that they're all passed away, I find out that they were all shamans yeah. from Siberia. So that's sort that's of cool. where it comes from, I guess. Um, but yeah, I guess I just sort of um, started trying to research and read. Um, and in oh goodness, I feel old now. Um, ninety-five, I found um, what witches do by the Farris. Um, but being only eleven, it was a little bit beyond me. Um, at that point. Um, and I think it was the following year. The Craft came out, yeah. the movie. Um, and that just sort of, things clicked together a little bit yeah. um, from that. And it just gave me that, um, I guess, that stepping stone to then look further into it. And so my mum went and bought me um, to ride a silver broomstick by Silver Ravenwolf and um, a witch's Bible. And, and it just started from there. I no, just yeah, progress and self talk. That's
0: amazing like, that your mum was supporting. Yeah, that like, support would have been so great.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm so blessed. And um I think back then was when um we first got the internet as well. Um and so I was kind of looking on there and found a woman and that's how I sort of learned about you know, wicca as opposed to witchcraft, and it wasn't so scary all of a sudden. And so then, you know, my mum was researching with me, and yeah. yeah. So I'm very, very, very lucky. Yeah. Shout out
0: to your mum. Yeah.
2: Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, for oh, <laughs> lovely. He's
0: just so great. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot to be said about like pop culture, like finding our way through pop culture. Like the craft movie is huge. Yeah. Like everyone has. Oh yeah. Sorry. I think we, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Especially if you were a, like a tween or a teen in that yeah. era, because mm-hmm, we, yeah. we're the same age as you. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome.
2: And I think I always knew, like, probably like you two and, and a lot of others, that in stories and things, that there was some truth to it. Like, yeah. I guess, you know, you just intuitively know these things, yeah. you know, and probably. Um, drawn to mythology and ancient history and all of that sort of thing I think it just there's just something inside us that just knows there's something Mm. to all of this so yeah a really deep-seated recognition of something but
1: you don't know what it is but there is a recognition there yeah
0: precisely
1: Mm. yeah
0: yeah no that's really really cool and true Mm. um so that's kind of where you started. What about now, where are you yep. sort of in your practice now?
2: Wow. It's a big question. Oh, <laughs> the, yes, um the evolution of, you know, from there to here has just been so enormous. Um I think yeah, as I mentioned it was mostly self-taught. Um However, again, my my mum had a friend, he was, he didn't, he was witch, but didn't so much identify as that. Mm. Um, He saw something in me and kind of took me under his wing a little, um, but he ended up passing away. Um, But he left me all his books and stunning crystal ball and pendulum and tarot cards and all of that sort of stuff. Um, So that sort of helped me. Um, but I think a little while after he passed, his spirit has been guiding me, um, was just sort of a knowing, I mean, like I've always had a connection with the other side and spirits like most of us do, but it was just a knowing that it had something to do with him. Um, yeah, so sort of, so I had a spirit teacher, I guess you could say. That's, um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I sort of – I've joined and unjoined. <laughs> like I dabbled in my you know, different groups and covens and that sort of thing and nothing really appealed to me. I was actually put off by a lot of the, the egos um, and just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the hierarchy of it all. It just didn't fit with me. Um, but then a few years ago I – Asked, I put it out there to the goddess um, that I just I really wanted to expand and move forward and grow and, you know, just guide me where do I go and it was either the same day or the day after I somehow got in contact with or was contacted by Tim from Witch's Workshop and And, yeah, just sort of ended up at his workshop and although I sort of knew a lot of it already, just the connection and seeing other witches working in a way that just fit me and, you know, it was just so right and there was no ego and no hierarchy, no bow down to me and, you know, It was just amazing. And so I started doing group work with them again and it's just expanded my understanding and my practice so greatly. Like there's only so much you can learn from books and spirits, yeah. and, you know, but just, yeah. So, oh yeah, I have so much to, yeah, I owe him so much and can't recommend it enough to anybody um that can get to sydney for one of his workshops or um like the free meetups it's just yeah just amazing group of people
0: that's the thing isn't it you have to find the a group that works for you and sometimes yep. you might have to for want of a better
1: word go through a, a few groups you might join yep. one and it doesn't quite fit you and that is that's okay
0: because it's such a personal such a personal thing yeah that's right also, because mm. we're a small community, so mm-hmm. like you do tend to just reach out to whoever you can find and yeah, that doesn't yeah. Mean it's slow. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, that's right. It's just sad when people get put, put off, like, uh, you know, a yeah. lot of younger people, especially, it's like, oh no, you know, they were awful or they made me do this, and it just puts them off for yeah. life. It's so sad, and so I think that's why I'm doing what I am now by reaching out and teaching and, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. fabulous. So what kind of things do you teach? Um, All sorts, really. Um, But I've mainly focused on working with beginners, people who are interested, um, but not so much teaching them doing things a specific way it's helping them to find their own path and what works for them and develop their own personal practice um yeah so that's that's my main focus at the moment
0: I do love that there seems to be a growth in that area at the moment like there was Mm. the liminal I can't think of the title the liminal book that's just come out that talks about that the liminal that's it Yeah. yeah And just like it's just so it's so empowering that other witches are empowering other witches instead of yeah. saying do it my way. So I think that's fabulous. Yeah. yeah. You've gone to a find your own path like guidance rather than here's our school with our rules that you follow yes. as it, exactly. as it was at some point.
2: But yeah. yeah. I, I mean obviously there is a, a power and – it can be good to to do things a certain way and the structure and all of the rest of it, if that's what works for you. But if you're doing yeah. it and it's not feeling right, well, what's the point in it? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you yeah. still
0: doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. That's really cool that mm. you do that. And is that something yeah. that you do online or is it in person or
2: mostly in person? Um, I mean, I do unofficially mentor online yeah. um but I'm working on getting some online courses up but it's a lot of work yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting there getting there
0: I guess like do you because you use your spirituality as a business mm-hmm. do you have to keep things kind of separate or is it all combined or is it um mm-hmm. you have to separate yourself when you're doing
2: certain things mm-hmm. or um uh, I try to find a bit of a balance. Um yeah. and I I guess I do or have in the past um kept it a little bit separate. Um certain people like with the schools and that sort of thing, yeah. um, you know, I've sort of got <laughs> two identities in a way um, but I'm yeah. gradually starting to merge them and with my my spiritual practice my personal spiritual practice and my business spiritual practice um, they are very uh, very intertwined um, yeah. I guess you could say but um, I'm trying more to separate them a little bit now because I just don't want to get lost in it and end up you know losing the passion and losing my way and you know forgetting why I do what I do it's very easy to do and business being very stressful um yeah I don't want that side to sort of take over and I don't want to lose the sacredness I guess
0: yeah that makes sense yeah yeah Yeah. but it's not easy
2: it's definitely not easy
0: yeah, no. I could only imagine. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, I imagine that would be really hard when mm. you think about it all the time, instead of just
1: when you feel you want to. Yeah,
0: yeah. living it, no.
1: yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I guess. see I think the the spiritual side, like, that's fine because I do live it and think it all the time. Um, yeah, but yeah, but the more like when you monetize this kind of it thing. Changes, it does, it does. And I do sort of understand why they say not to, you know, do these things for money and whatnot because it can corrupt you or whatever. I mean, obviously, I haven't had that trouble. I have the opposite. I struggle to ask for payment when I know deep down that I deserve it because I've worked yeah, hard yeah. and I've spent money on these things. Um, but, yeah, it does It does get hard and stressful and mm and yeah bring me down sometimes when yeah so i just need to take a step back and remember why i'm here and you know go and meditate and, and do all those things and remember that i enjoy it and it's not work it's my yeah 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 my work. spiritual life yeah. yeah that's
0: exactly right that's really interesting i've always mm-hmm. wondered like i've you mm-hmm. know when people do business and yeah, and how that works for them and how they feel. And yeah, so thank you.
2: Um, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm not the most organized person. So, um, um, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's really funny,
0: like, because you have kids. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I have life. I know it sounds stupid, mm-hmm. but like, no, I do kids fine. Fine. Yeah, and it's like,
2: it's so hard to fit
0: everything in when
2: you're. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, ah, uh, they're all the same. Honestly, I think. See, I never wanted human children. I always yeah. just wanted my four-legged family. You know, just rescue animals and basically do what you do. Um, yeah. but life had other plans for me, and now I have my two little witchlings. And yes.
0: Uh. <laughs> That's
2: I love so that. Cute. I love yeah. That. Oh, my son. That's what he says. He, he says we're witchlings, mum. We're mum's witchlings. <laughs> oh,
0: so cute. Yeah. I guess I have a questions around that. Like, how did you include them in like what you do and mm-hmm. your like spiritual path and that kind um, of? Thing? Yeah,
2: to a point. Um, my daughter's almost twelve, so yeah. she's included a lot more. She comes to um gatherings and um the sabbats and that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um some rituals i invite her some i don't it just depends on what it is um and of course whether it's robed or sky clad or (laughs) clothed um that definitely plays a part um Now that she's getting older and starting to come of age, I'm starting to teach her more and she has her studies. And um, my son, I don't hide anything from him and I do teach him, um, but I want him, I want them both to make their own choices. Atilia, my daughter, has made hers. Um, She actually went to a Catholic primary school up until the start of year five Mm -hmm. um not not my choice but I had no problem with it yeah she was just so miserable she it just wasn't her and so she has been down that road and she's made her communion and stuff and she but she knows what she wants so I'm You know, teaching her, but whereas yeah. my son has only just turned seven yesterday, so he's oh, still. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll let him know. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I teach him, but he also does um scripture at school and stuff. So I want him to, you know, learn as much as he can from different paths and then make up his own mind.
0: I yeah. think I think that tends to be like when people talk about what they do with their kids, it tends to be. <laughs> We want them to make up their own minds. Yeah, I haven't read anything different yet, actually. Yeah. People I've read and, like, watched and things yep. like that, anyone who's in been, yeah. like, in this path has always a tr- usually been a choice for them and so they want their, own ki- their kids to make the choice as well, to be able to. Yeah. So, That's right. Being, and always so positive and they show them all different areas and, you know, different things
2: yeah. like that. That's right. And a lot of, um, you know, the people who were forced into the Catholic lifestyle and, you know, like my father studying the Catholicism and it was so strict, they Mm. are so against it in their adult lives, want nothing to do with it now because it was forced upon them. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it should be something empowering, something Mm. that we love that. You know, lights us up from the inside, not something that makes us cringe. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, so, it's, yeah. they
1: call it faith for a reason. It shouldn't
2: yeah. be forced on you. Like you have faith for a reason in whatever you believe in.
0: Yeah,
2: that's yeah. right. That's right. So my grandmother's ninety six or ninety seven now, um she. Was always Catholic, always went to church. Um, I used to go with her sometimes because I, you know, I enjoyed the ritual side of it. Yeah. Um, but now that she's getting older, she's realizing that it's a load of crap, basically, like, and she wants nothing to do with it. And she's always been so. Uh, gentle and you know won't rock the boat and now if she's in hospital and the chaplain comes she's like get out of my room I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> okay she's had a big turn around oh yes it's really quite hilarious actually yeah but she's like you know why why do we do this we, we do it and we don't even believe it and goes, yeah. oh, okay fair mm-hmm. enough like guess I made the right choice yes yeah
0: that's so cool is she your
2: mum or your dad's my dad's mum my dad's mum so she's the one who made them go to the catholic schools and study the catholicism and all the rest of it yeah 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 it's quite funny does she
0: know where you stand with your faith or yeah
2: yeah yeah Yeah. 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 she's always known and um even when I was young i talked to her about my tarot cards and being a witch and all the rest of it and I think at first she just thought that you know it's it just phase <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah I mean and I was a bit strange so you know it kind of fit but yeah and she's just mm. accepted it and she knows and although she was you know strict Catholic for so long she was still fairly open-minded That's to things right. to yeah. point yeah. so yeah and what she didn't want to know she'd just block out so oh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you sound like you've had a supportive family for which the is... most part definitely yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah yeah at least yeah. towards her faith so that's yeah. that's great yeah that's amazing
2: yeah i think they sort of knew that i was going to do whatever the hell i wanted to do anyway so there was no point doing anything other than supporting me <laughs> <laughs> we can't change this so we'll just help her along
0: <laughs> yes exactly yeah. I think, like, when I think about my own parents, mm-hmm. like, I think they were just worried, you know, like they yes. were worried about what I was getting mixed up in more than anything yep. else. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and it's understandable as well. Yeah. And I think that's why my mom did, um, you know, take the initiative to speak to the people online and find out as much as she could yeah. and tended things with me, and you know, whether it was a psychic fair or um, an open gathering she you know especially when I was young and you know there's no way even knowing what I know now there's no way that I would let my daughter go alone to yeah. any of those things you know because there are a lot of questionable people and oh, yeah you know, yeah especially these days but yeah. I was definitely very lucky mm. i yes.
0: just i I'm amazed that you giving me a smile. Like, yeah. I, I just can't imagine having that. That's so cool. Yeah. Aww,
2: lovely. Yeah. is <laughs> yes, yes, a little different. It's, it's yeah. i yeah, just worried. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll have to fill me in on that.
0: Well, you know, just other than um, my family are quite religious. So, like, my dad lay prayer in his church and so was his dad. Uh-huh. And I was his dad. So, you know, it's quite uh-huh. a lot. They like when I said, like, I'd seen a ghost, or um, that you know, my friends have seen ghosts, I'm like, Well, that's what happens when you get mixed up in that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. And then my dad's cousins are the kind of people that were like, Pokemon's evil because it has evolution in it, meditate, what's oh, yeah. the devil in your soul, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's, right. My dad's not yeah. that hardcore, but that's what yeah. his first cousins were like, so yeah. and we grew up with them. There was an influence of. Yeah. 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 Which so it's kinda like the yeah. opposite the opposite. Yeah, is no. don't talk about it and they yeah. know but it's yeah, they mm. would like come with me or something like that. They'd be like, no
2: <laughs> Yeah, wow. Yeah. It must have been really difficult.
0: Um. No,
2: just didn't talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> we didn't know any different when you were young, quite. No, young. Yeah. no, no, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. well, so. I, I was sort of in the middle. So, mm-hmm. I was raised by my mum and we're Catholic. We were Catholic, and we did go yep. to church every Sunday until I refused to go anymore when I was fourteen, mm-hmm. because a teacher at school had told me that animals don't go to heaven because they don't have souls, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing, uh. not doing this Catholic stuff anymore. But yeah. we'd also talk about, and, and with my grandmother on my mum's side, we'd talk about the, the ghosts and, mm-hmm. and people passing in the family and how we could still talk to them, you know, you could still come and see you in your dreams or, you know, you could yeah. feel their presence. So there was a real spiritual, because we're Irish, it was real Irish. Ah. You could have the Catholic faith and then, like, my grandmother yeah. believed in fairies. You yeah know, and it sat side by side and was perfectly fine so yeah I was right. the middle because it was still there was still the religion, but then there was yep. the Irish you know the banshees we hear the banshees calling out of the night and someone's gonna die, that's a funny family story so I sort of had the middle the middle ground, so yeah, it wasn't when I became a witch, there was still oh don't don't forget about Jesus, don't forget about Mary yeah um, yeah. Acceptance. It wasn't yeah. quite your experience, but yeah. it wasn't as openly supportive as, say, yeah, know. yeah. In the middle, we all have these yeah. experiences <laughs> it's, it's just family. Have, I found it really interesting when you said it earlier that um, that like you thought everyone could see things and and your yeah. mum too. Is that
2: yeah, yeah? Um, maybe not as much. Um, I probably because she didn't um, pursue it. Um, but, yeah, and her mum as well and they're the ones, the, <laughs> the witches in denial, that was actually quite similar to um, what you were saying about the Irish sort of, yeah. you know, the half-half, you yeah. know, like they had their beliefs, I think because they were, I think they were Irish as descent as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so they... You know, they were clairvoyant and had mediumship abilities and all of the rest of it as well. Um, but, yeah, so I think my mum recently, oh, well, not recently, a few years ago after my grandma passed away, um, had an experience where, well, the last time that we all spent with grandma outside of like the hospital and stuff was mm-hmm. at my parents' house at Christmas um and grandma sat there wrapped up in a blanket and she was always cold
0: Mm.
2: and after she passed um my mum was sitting outside at the table and grandma came and was sitting in the same place and she ended up it wasn't like the usual few seconds or few minutes she stayed for a few hours wow Um, yeah and my mum didn't want to go inside like she was freezing and then it was getting it but she didn't want to leave grandma um and just kept saying like I she just kept telling me that she wasn't cold and she was happy and everyone was happy and up until that point my mum regularly had you know evenings where she would cry and sort of get overwhelmed for her and yeah. for her father, yeah. and my dad's dad, and like all the people that we've lost along the way. But from that moment, she has not cried again. Even like cause my grandfather passed after that, after yeah. um, my grandma. Um, but she was just she's able able to accept death. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just that experience was just so profound for her. even though she'd seen ghosts and things before having that time with grandma and knowing that everybody is okay after they pass and you know grandma wasn't cold and she wasn't suffering and she was yeah it was just so amazing and so wonderful and that's just that really changed my mum and she was already very spiritual but just yeah yeah, that just changed her so much and it was just really beautiful yeah that's beautiful beautiful.
0: oh what a what a gift that your mum got yeah
1: Um, and such a lovely long
2: time not just a few moments yeah 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 Yeah, that's what was amazing that it was Mm. so long and my dad was there too when he was he was inside and sort of like just kind of kept coming out to make sure my mum was okay and he knew sort of what was going on and he could feel something but he yeah you know didn't really know the extent of it but yeah it was just amazing I was actually a little bit jealous to be honest (laughs) but no but it was really beautiful I was really happy Oh what a connection. That's amazing.
1: That's a great uh, Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. Grandma's always been, you know how they're sort of, it takes some time for them to be able to get the energy to come through. Grandma was always very strong very early on and she's always sort of, uh, yeah, just very soon after her passing she was able to start coming through. So that also, you know, I think I was definitely right in my thinking that there was a lot more to the family story than yeah. even what they knew. I guess. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Well, Sounds like Grandma's cool. a very determined lady, and she knew and nest. still yeah. knows exactly what she wants, and yeah. she, she yeah. got it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's never yeah. been back. That you know, since that day, she didn't come back. Um, but she's done. What I she mean, to do. Yeah, that's right. So it's just beautiful, amazing.
0: Yeah. do you, uh, Do you see any of these? Um, I was going to say skills, but I guess gifts with mm-hmm. um, your kids. Do they display any of these? Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes, definitely. Um, my daughter, especially, she had um, a pretty strong connection with a child spirit um, in our old house. Yeah. Um and my son I think oh, well my daughter she can still feel but she mm-hmm. doesn't see as much um, as I had an accident well, an assault
0: mm-hmm. when
2: she was very young um, mm-hmm. and she ended up having to live with her dad full-time because um, mm-hmm. I just I was unable to care yeah. for her yeah. um, and so growing up in that environment he's a complete opposite of me <laughs> so Um, He didn't believe at all until he was with me and then he sort of had no choice but to. Um, But now he's scared of it. So he's Um, sort of against all of that sort of thing. And so she kind of lost a lot of her abilities. Um, But it's starting to come back. And my son, he definitely does. Definitely. Wow.
1: <laughs>
2: it's is, is creepy, it, actually.
1: Isn't <laughs> um, is interesting to parents? Like, yes, that was going to be my question too. Like, how, how do you handle that? What do you do? It's creepy. Yeah. Are there things, like, yeah. things you have to do to, to help them or safeguard them because these things happen?
2: Yeah. Um, I think I had to try and teach him very early on about protecting himself um, mm-hmm. and not always believing everything um yeah I was a little bit worried there um but it's so hard to explain to a young child who doesn't have the vocabulary Mm -hmm. and the understanding um so I just put protections on them both um and I've taught them Like, if you ever feel like something's a little bit scary or not right, you know, be firm and send it away, and you know, that sort of thing, and about surrounding themselves with white light and just little things. So, but yeah, it does, it does worry me a little bit that, Mm -hmm. you know, but to the, I had the same thing when I was young and. No, for the most part, I turned out okay. So yeah,
0: you can that great. <laughs> Thank
2: you. <laughs>
1: do you have any funny stories for, that you can share from what your kids or, or
0: you uh, have experienced
2: with them? Because there's always a funny story. Uh, goodness. Um, oh. N- uh.
1: It's okay if you don't.
2: If you I can guess come back. not really off the top of my head. Of um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually, no, I do actually. Um, one, it was one Christmas, I think my son, oh, he was really young. He was only sort of just talking and walking and that sort of thing. Um, his grandparents, my in-laws, had some friends over from England and, um, And he was just doing the usual, like playing with Caspian, my son, and he had some M&Ms and he'd sort of um, go get some in his hand and sort of say to Caspian, oh, yeah, these are mine now, but you can have one if you can tell me what colour it is. And he went through probably ten or more of them and every single one Caspian told him exactly what the colour was. So the first few was like... Oh yeah, lucky guess type thing, but then it kept going on and on and on, and you could just sort of see the look on this man's face was like, "What's, What's going, going on? on here?" And and <laughs> I think that was sort of the first time. Yeah, <laughs> that was sort of the first time I realized that. Okay, yeah, I better keep an eye on this boy. But yeah, oh, well, it's just quite hilarious. interesting yeah. to see the reactions. So. Yeah,
1: and what a great incentive! I'll give you. I'll give you a lolly. I'll give you candy if you do this. (laughs) Of course he's going to. Yeah,
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But I could sort of see the look on his father's face. He was sort of thinking, like, how can I use this to my advantage?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's go play (laughs) Lotto.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: I have tried that, but it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I think we've all might have tried, but. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So,
2: yeah. I was asked in an interview with one of the radio stations, actually, um, on Melbourne Cup Day about picking the winning horses and stuff, and mm. um, it really made me think, why can't we use that to our advantage like that? And I think, you know, we are given these gifts to use, to help in a responsible mm. way. And I think if we were able to use it like that, we would all be millionaires and we would all use it yeah. for the wrong reasons, you know. Yeah. And so I think it's when it comes to things like that that it's a bit of a reality check of why we have these gifts. It's not, you know, so that we can gamble and win money and <laughs> you know, could you just imagine if it could be used like that.
0: Yeah, it would be but, disastrous. Uh, oh yeah Yeah. i I would definitely take advantage of that oh yeah like oh yeah oh yeah
2: Yeah. you might not have bad intentions to start off with but after a while it'd probably get out of hand yeah yeah
0: but um yeah i think it's true isn't it it's like it's the gifts kind of used for spiritual development or yeah yeah personal development rather than material development yeah (laughs) that's (laughs)
1: right material gain yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: That's right. I mean, I have had a few instances with like Kino and little things yeah. like that. Um, even Lotto where it has just been little wins yeah. when I've really needed it most. Yeah. You know, but I think that's that's a different story. That's not just, you know, because yeah. I want money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But
1: yeah. I want to buy a Lamborghini so give me all this money. Yeah, it's more like yeah. I want to pay my rent. Can you help out the little bit that I need or something? Like yes. That.
0: Yeah, I that did. I, did right. was, <laughs> I get my pendulum out and I was like trying to get the numbers to you know put into win. I won five dollars. <laughs> so you know, it you felt like that. Was, to
1: the I how
0: much money? You I should have said, yeah. Like, you know, a few extra zeros. Yeah, like, can I win like million like, dollars?
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, win to win. Yeah, that's that's how I said. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Can I be more specific? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Anyway, yeah. Um, Do you yeah. want to talk about? Like, is there anything you're particularly
2: keen to? Um, goodness. Um, there's probably a lot of things, but yeah. I don't think that you have all day. So, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I um, I guess. See, I I I'd, I'd quite happily turn it around and. and find out more about you guys and and but you've probably you know spoken about it all but I'd love to hear more about about your your experiences and
0: I guess going back just going back to the family stuff um like Mm -hmm. even though my my dad's side of the family in particular are very religious
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: do have that spiritual side in that they believe in angels and they believe that they have yep. met an angel and that kind of yep. stuff. So so I think I think really that's probably why that they worry about what could be out there. And, mm-hmm. of course, that would be thinking yes. from a negative yeah. Yeah, sort of demon, yeah. Satan kind of thing, you know. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like that, that, like they, like my mum sees ghosts as well, and not yep. all the time. Like she's like me, where it's just haphazard, you know. You mm-hmm. kind of like doing something, and then suddenly mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, hang on a minute." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So really, um, I think, I think like <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk because it gets me a chance to think about what I want to say. I think. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I think for me my my practice is really all about fitting in my landscape and fitting in the yeah. space that I live and being with the land and being with the energies of the land. And mm. um, uh, yes. Hannah and I, like I've mentioned a few times in the podcast that m- m- that side of my spiritu- spirituality came out when I moved to Japan. Mm. Okay. And it was like. Cause the, I think cause the environment was so different to here. Mm. Like I was really attuned to all the changes. Mm. And then I yeah, said, right. I guess, seeking and feeling out the energies and noticing the differences. And then when I came back, it was like reverse culture shock. Yeah. it was, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, there
1: was lots of hand holding. I'm like, I'm so glad you're back. You're upset now. <laughs> I wish I was still in your
0: <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, you- yeah. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> but that really, that actually really developed my paganism, which sounds really mm. weird. But um,
2: yeah. 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 No. So, it makes sense. It, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. So, where were you Um, in the more the city or? When no. you're in Japan or outside, <laughs> I was in Naka.
0: I was country, country. I lived oh, on island in the Seto Inland Sea, and the island oh. was like ten kilometers by like I don't know seven kilometers. It was small. It was very. Oh, wow, small. Wow. There was twenty five thousand people living on the island, but most of the people were living in worked in the shipyards, and they were Filipino. Yep. Moved over to work. So we had a little Filipino like specialty store <laughs> on my island, and I used to go in there and get food. But, um,
2: oh, wow. So, how, what took you over there? I'm um, teaching English. I went
0: on the JET program. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, and I wanted to stay, but, um, I took a year off from work. And yeah. I, and I, and they said to me, you can only have a year and not a day more. Mm.
2: And I would have had oh. to resign.
0: And librarian jobs are actually really hard to get.
2: Yes, I know. I've looked into it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's yeah. like such a because people keep slashing the positions, yeah. you know, and so the people mm. are hanging on for dear life. Oh, yeah. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't stay, but yeah. um, just couldn't. Yeah, because oh. you
1: did want to come back, maybe
2: one day.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and I've been over it to visit since, and mm. um, but like I think one of the things i would say about japan which is different to here is there's something about the collective consciousness like yep. you know, with the environment and like maybe it's part of the shinto and the buddhism thing that goes on but there's just something easy to yep. tap into I, don't, mm. I can't really explain it it's just different to here which is so yeah there's a barrier here sparse or yeah. <laughs> i don't know how to yeah, yeah maybe the it. pain and the suffering yeah. and the yeah, I don't yeah. Know, but it well,
2: yeah. Well, yeah. Like you said about like the Buddhism and Shinto, mm. there everything is one. Everything yeah, is connected. Yeah. yeah, and so they are more in tune. Whereas here in the West, it's you know everything's separate, and yeah. Yeah. we are us, you're you. Yeah. All I care yeah. about is me and doing what I've got to do, and everything's so busy and chaotic, and yeah. you know it's it is. Very hard to get in tune with yeah. nature and the environment. And yeah, it's very yeah. difficult. And everything is messed with as well, even yeah. the weather, and you know, so it's very difficult. Yes, it is.
0: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But. If you can't, like, when you do do it, it's it's so amazing. Like, yeah. our our landscape is so... It's alive. Yeah. Much
1: more. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of energy yeah. out there. Yeah. But there's... Oh, yeah. I feel there's, I don't want to say barrier, but there is a bit of a, you have to work, you have to do the work before you can get through yes. those And sometimes you try and try and nothing happens. You can't get through the... They're just not willing to talk to you that day. I don't know. but it 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 takes more work than when I've been in other places as
0: well. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's probably like, you know, us as a culture, Mm. we, you know, we're brought up with all these different beliefs. And, I mean, Mm. apart from the Aboriginals, like it's like – It's like when we came here, we just tried so hard to push that down and get rid of it, like all their beliefs and just Christianize everything. Mm. And that energy is still there and so thick and so, you know, it's grown over the years and over the development and stuff. So you probably are right when you say there is a barrier you know Mm. because as you know these things stick around energy lasts it Mm. doesn't just go away so
0: yeah Yeah, that's so true yeah so so true
1: a lot of issues Mm. can be read into that but yeah it's it's, yeah
2: yeah
0: it's difficult it's
2: difficult but I think if we things are definitely starting to change Um, Mm. a lot of people are taking more notice and these bushfires as horrific as they are it has made a lot more people realize that we need to do something we need to listen to the mother and you know whatever name they give it whether it just be you know the environment the land mother earth whatever it's making a lot more people realize and
0: how close did the fires get to you um
2: not that close um probably about maybe 15, 20-minute drive yeah. south. It was just awful, I think. The yeah. worst part was when we were coming back, we had to go down to see my in-laws at one point um, and it was very close to them and also between where they are and we are was where some of the really big ones are. Yeah. Um, yeah. So while we were down there, it ended up, crossing the road and the river oh, yeah. so we were yes. sort of trapped down there for a while oh, my gosh. um they briefly opened the roads and we were escorted back up and wow. it was just horrendous not being able to stop seeing all these animals and just wanting mm-hmm. so desperately to help and we couldn't stop if you even slowed down the police were there waving you on mm-hmm. it was just Oh, it was just absolutely heartbreaking mm. to just know, you know, and just not be able to help, and seeing just the enormity of just yeah, yeah, it's just unbelievable. Like mm. we've never experienced anything this huge.
0: No, it's it's yeah, yeah, and just fast moving. Like that's the, the yes, yeah, part, yeah. you know, yeah. It's that's no right. to get out in some instances. so
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's are, right. And
0: you said your uncle and I, are they back home now? I think that's what you were.
2: Um, yes, they ended up being able to go back. Um, yeah. And then a few days ago they were told they may have to evacuate for yeah. the fourth time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. But then, thank goodness, we got all this rain. Um, they didn't really get it much down there but mm. it did sort of help bring the temperatures down a bit so they were able to you know make push the fire back a little bit yeah. which was good so yeah. hopefully or this rain has reached where it's needed to and yeah, and yeah help them to mm. get a handle on things yeah
0: <laughs> yeah <sighs>
1: It's but, um, yeah, it's just unimaginable, you can't describe it really. No,
2: no, and
0: as and when more and more information comes out, particularly around like the species stuff with the animals, and oh, rabbits, yeah, we're going to have lost, I would say, a whole species of something. It's gonna oh, have yeah. to, have, oh, absolutely, yeah. So lot. many
1: have been pushed so close to now, they're yeah. thinking, I think, I read 15 different species. And that was just yeah. like animal species. So yeah, it's just Yeah. yeah
2: that's yeah. right. And mm-hmm. you know, it shouldn't be this extreme, you know, if no. human actions and all the overdevelopment and everything hadn't wiped out all the habitats. Yeah. Yeah. They, they probably would have As awful as it is, gotten through these fires, and you know, Mm -hmm. obviously we would have still lost them, and it still is heartbreaking. Anyway, um, but they wouldn't, there wouldn't be so many species so close to extinction as there are, or you know, possibly even wiped out. Mm -hmm. You know, and we forget, or you know. We probably don't, but a lot of people do mm. forget about, you know, the lizards and things like that as well, the reptiles and the birds, mm. and you know, it's not just Numbers. the cute yeah. fairy ones. Yeah, yeah, mm.
0: yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, mm. I think one of the things that I find, like, and particularly as a wildlife carer, I look after the more, most of the more common species, so. Mm. And people go on about how there are so many and we shouldn't be saving them. And I think, but are there so many? Do we have the evidence to support that? And what about all the habitat loss? So now they're going Mm -hmm. into spaces like that. And it just.
2: Yep. (laughs) And that kind of argument is frustrating. It's almost not the point. Yeah. 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 The point isn't. That's right. There are so many humans. Does that mean you're not going to save one because there's so many? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's heaps of people. We don't need to save that person.
1: Yeah, you don't save yeah. A wildlife carer isn't going in to care for animals to save a species. We're yeah. going in to care for the individual animal.
2: Yeah. That's That's point. right. Yeah. yeah. It's not. Yeah. But yeah, it's awful. And really, you know, like at the moment up here, we've got mm. this problem with yep. deer coming into the roads and, and mm. the um, residential areas and stuff. And it's like, well, really we have gone into their habitat. We have wiped out where they live and our houses and our roads and our shops. So they're just coming through where they used to live. It's not their fault that we have flattened it and built roads and stuff. So, you know, and they say, oh, we have to cull them. We have to cull. Well, Why don't we just stop taking their habitat to build our crap yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop there because this is this is something that really revs me up, as you can probably tell. <laughs> all right. we're all on the same would, page I by the sound of it.
0: Yeah. So that's that's fine. Um, I guess going slightly back to paganism or like <laughs> yes, that yes. kind of thing. Uh, there's just been something um just come out in the media in Tasmania about um the government talking with the indigenous communities about how to manage our bush better. Which is going to be fabulous. I'm really wanting yes. to see what's going to happen yep. with that. Yeah. So yep. there's not not much come out, but it's it's in response to the bushfires and yeah and how yep. to deal with that. So yeah. Well,
2: that will be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful.
0: Actually, yep. I just read this
1: one of an indigenous or I think he's an indigenous author has written a book about how they manage the landscape. Oh. And it's being released yeah, in the
2: great. will wow. we'll put that's it in, we'll put it in, it in it the notes. The library, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I cannot remember <laughs> that. That'd That'd be the title. the title,
1: yeah, that's what it's about. And, yeah, yeah. It's being released next month. Ah, oh, excellent. Yeah. That would be
2: great. great. Yeah. yeah. So I think we definitely do need to learn from them, you know, like they have been here. For, yes, I understand that it's a different landscape now and it's yeah. expanded and the people and, and all of the rest of it, but still there is still a lot of land and they know better than anybody how it works and, and so how to look after it and the animals and the plants and all of it, yeah. Yeah. you know. So I think if we are to be successful in this country really we need to work together yeah. and yeah. learn yeah. from each other I guess so
1: and it comes down to I, I personally feel like they have respect as is yeah. talked about they have respect for the land and the landscape and yeah. in our culture yeah. there's much less respect you own it
2: that's right so yeah
1: that's exactly right you have to learn that different mindset I mean us As pagans, probably don't have to learn that mindset, but still, there's a lot of things we can learn from them.
2: Oh, yeah, Mm. absolutely. Mm. But I think, and I think, as like we mentioned before about these fires bringing out um, more people saying that we have to do something, Mm. I think it's also given a lot more pagans that courage to speak out as well. whether about being pagan and nature-based religion or or whatever. Um, But, yeah, I think it is definitely going to bring more of us together um, and bring about some positive changes, hopefully. yeah. Um, I think it would be nice if we could just wipe out our whole government and start over, Um, (laughs) but I can't see that happening anytime soon. So, oh, <laughs> the
0: at the moment, yeah. it's just yeah.
2: people. actually, yeah. have people that care instead of playing games in politics. Yes. would be yeah, would be really. Good. That's right. Yeah. See, maybe a pagan government. That'd be that'd be oh, good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there might be some ego tripping. Wow, yeah, <laughs> it just depends who yeah. you get. It always depends who. You yeah, get. but yeah, living. Like I think that's one of the things, isn't it? Living closer with nature and mm. and understanding yeah. that it is such a big part of what we do. Yeah,
2: yeah, um, absolutely. And it's yeah. much
1: more acceptable now with the, for want of a better word, but for the with the environment, environmental movement with the care for the land, that yep. becoming more acceptable as as we see that we don't really have any other choice because of this or that disaster that's happening everywhere. So it is yeah. an acceptable thing now, and so people are yep. willing to listen to
2: us and yeah. others that's right we're not just crazy tree huggers anymore yeah um,
0: still, still but, <laughs> well, we still are but yeah. <laughs> we have other things not just crazy yeah <laughs> yeah um one of the things i think's been really nice that's come out of the fires is just seeing our pay- global pagan community come together Yeah, like all the yeah. The rain spells and the yeah, you yeah. know people checking in and just saying hey look at this so um, mm-hmm. that's been yeah. really touching
1: yeah I mean overall yeah. like the global community I, whenever I heard someone had raised like a million dollars for someone from the US raised a million dollars for Australian yeah. bushfires always like wow that they care so much but yeah. definitely yeah. In the pagan community too yeah it was always yeah. just really yeah. nice to know yeah. that people
0: cared. And I've even yeah. I've even <laughs> seen people put up posts yeah. about rain in Australia, even though they don't live here. Yeah. and I just am like,
2: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Um, like a few of my author friends like they were the same and you know asking for people to do rain spells and and actually writing rituals and posting them and trying to get people together and stuff and yeah. it's just really beautiful mm, it yeah. really is yeah you know there's there's something so horrible there is always beauty yeah underneath, absolutely you know. and it's
1: wonderful when it actually does bring people together as they say yeah but Seeing yeah. yourself as we can now, so through social media or whatever, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just gives you yeah. hope for humanity again, <laughs> and support. Yep, uh, support in supporting a
0: community, like yeah, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah definitely. Our community is big. Absolutely, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And as especially, I suppose it is the same for you, Alessandra. But for us here, like there's there's not many of us. It's a very mm-hmm. small community, so it's nice being connected to the global. The global community for us as well. Yeah. It's knowing they're there for us, even in a remote way. It's lovely.
2: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I think, you know, the goddess definitely has a bigger plan. Yeah. And, you know, I, I thought, like a lot of us, that all of these disasters and everything were basically her just being. Kissed off and fed up with how we treat the earth mm. but i'm starting to think now that i mean i think that is still the a bit the yeah. case yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah. i think there's there's something deeper going on to create a major change and bring us together and, and get us back yep. to living and working in tune with mm. the earth and nature yeah. and yeah you know yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a massive wake-up call. And hope yeah. anyway. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Definitely.
0: Uh, did you have
1: any we do have a couple of other well we've only really got one other question. Yeah. Which does feed into what we've been talking about anyway, which is what what future plans do you have? And is there an area of spirituality, paganism, witchcraft that you'd like to look into in the future? either personally if you want to share or for your business
2: um well since I have um learned about um my ancestors Mm -hmm. um the shamanic side of things I've been looking more into that um I think I sort of always did have some sort of intuitive shamanic practice um especially in the way that I do my healing um Mm -hmm. and Reiki and everything it's always been a little influenced by that even if I didn't know it at the time um so I think I will be moving more in that direction Mm -hmm. um but I have a lot of big plans um but most of it is around the teaching and reaching out to others, bringing people together um, and just uniting us all, I guess, um, in the spiritual industry. I mean, we're supposed to be enlightened spiritual beings, yep. but <laughs> there are so many nasty, nasty people, um, most of them probably all of them are in it for the wrong reasons, Um, you know, they want the money and the fame and the glory, um, you know, whether it be as a famous medium or whatever. Um, But there's just too much tearing each other down and backstabbing. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I hope to reach out and do the opposite and be able to start getting people to work together more um, and help each other and uplift each other. And I think that's that's why I started um, the business that I have now with another lady. Um, the initial plan was to have a hub, a spiritual hub, and have different healers and um, spiritual workers all working together and helping each other and, you know, provide a safe space where mm. we can teach and do outreach um, and charity work and all of that sort of thing. Um, And so, yeah, I think that is what um, I'll be focusing on in the mm. future, just um, doing that and obviously – expanding this the business side of it um but reaching more people on a global scale yeah. um so yeah that
0: sounds amazing <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's all yeah, needed you. you know like yeah. yeah there's a lot of um hurt out there and people mm. respond yeah. in a hurt way and mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to bring yeah. the good things out mm-hmm. is going to be amazing so that's yeah. a great goal yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you thank you <laughs>
2: And I think with my teaching, um, it it is a lot about, um, you know, just being there and providing the Mm. teaching and the knowledge um, to those who need it. Mm. But I know from my own experiences of trauma and abuse, um, drug addiction, just a lot of awful things. It has been witchcraft and spirituality that, has helped me come through it, has Mm. empowered me um, and, I guess, ultimately made me who I am. But um, if it wasn't for that, Mm. I probably wouldn't be here right now or, you know, I'd be in a very, very bad place. Mm. Um, And so I want to help others to use it for the same reasons, um, for self-empowerment and to overcome Um, trauma, depression, um, you know, all of those kind of issues as well, um, which a lot of us have. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Well, I think that's amazing. Yeah. That's a great goal and it's amazing that you can take your personal experience and, use it to help other people so yeah. that's beautiful it's like yeah. the
1: ultimate it's if you have to mm-hmm. go through those horrible things that's like the best thing that you could hope to come to in yourself yeah. to be able to use Absolutely. those experiences to help others yeah 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 yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, we
0: definitely wish you luck with that oh
2: thank you maybe
1: that might be a good spot to end it i think we hope you enjoyed the interview with alessandra and you got something out of it We really enjoyed doing it and we'd really like to thank her for her time, especially given what was going on at that time. And, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, and just if you did, please go check out um, the places you can find her on the internet. We will put the information in the notes below. So, uh, yeah, go check her out. Yeah, please support
1: your local witchy businesses. And, yeah, thank you, Alessandra.
0: Yes, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate your Mm. time. And your inspiration. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, signing off. Signing off
1: on episode five. Yay. Uh, And we'll see you in a month. Bye. Bye. Bye.